Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night? Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We are ready to believe you. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Drag is the new spandex. What's going on, everybody? Pat DeVere here with another episode of Drag is the New Fish and Chips. <laughs> Our UK version of Drag is the New Spandex. That's not the title of it, but hey, I wanted to make the joke. It is our drag extravaganza side of Flame On, and we are here to talk about... Drag Race UK. RuPaul's Drag Race UK. I, I really shouldn't th- leave off RuPaul because RuPaul actually got on a plane and flew over to the UK to film this. She's a little involved in this one. I know. And if you've, uh, if you've ever listened to What's the Tea or know about RuPaul, RuPaul does not fly. So for her to get on a plane, they couldn't drive her to the UK. I mean, they could try, but... Could put her on a boat was, with, with Greta. So wait, she doesn't fly. <laughs> Send her over with Greta. <laughs> she doesn't fly from New York to L.A. to where's she Montana. I'm sure she does, but, but she does not like to, and like she to. Yeah, that's yeah. why she doesn't tour with the girls or anything. Oh, that's why. That's part she... of him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure that also her rate, but you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, that she's talked about it. She and Michelle have talked about it when they were doing the bots tours and everything. They wanted to have RuPaul, but RuPaul will not fly. She is a a, a, a fear of flying or. Some sort of issue with flying. I understand that. Uh, but if you are uh, excited about this, you've heard two voices already. They are joining me in this discussion about Drag Race UK. We have got Brian and Eric here. What's up, boys? Hello. Howdy, howdy. And if you have uh, already listened to them, I did a 
RuPaul's DragCon New York City recap. And if you listen to that, I am truly sorry. Because that was just 35 minutes of me talking about three days at DragCon. And if you made it through that and you didn't unsubscribe, I appreciate you more than you can ever imagine. You kept it interesting. It was not boring. Uh, For I, one person I, talking. I hated it so much. Only just because I hate hearing my own voice for so long. So to sit there for 45, 50 minutes. Because, I mean, I only took out, like, you know, I only messed up, like, once or twice. And uh, then to have to go and edit it. Oh, it was like nails on a chalkboard for me. So I talked about uh, meeting the drag queens that are in the inaugural cast of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. The 10 drag queens who are ruling the United Kingdom and shortly after that episode uh we also dropped interviews that we were able to do at Dragon New York City with all 10 of the queens we had, were dealing with mic issues and we did our best to still be able to get some interviews done and the audio on the uh the extracted audio wasn't as good as the video audio so I'm going to try to play with uh getting some video put together and maybe getting that out to y'all as well but now the time has come, October 3rd is come and gone, and the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK has hit Wild Presents Plus and the BBC Three. If you're here in the States and you have not streamed it and you're waiting for it to come to television, then the day that this episode drops, which is Friday, October 11th? Yes, 11th. Uh, then you can watch it on Logo. So if you haven't seen this episode come back to this one because we are going to talk all about the girls their looks and the things that we found funny or not so great about drag race uk so before we get into specifics uh eric why don't you start us off with some just general thoughts about the first episode of drag race uk i thought it was good uh there was no season one filter on this one <laughs> uh, so eric- i would have loved how they started the episode with that filter just as like a joke for season one and then like immediately taking it off well i mean for a second i thought they did because my stream was buffering a little bit when it started <laughs> so it was looking a little pixelated i'm like oh they got a filter on it's a it. digital filter now. <laughs> but no it seemed like a typical first episode of the season of drag race uh just them using a lot of colloquialisms that i wasn't necessarily familiar with do you feel like your Wild wow Presents Plus subscription should have come with a British slang <laughs> dictionary? A pop-up video to almost go with the, uh, yeah. What is a tuppence? Totally. Oh, come on. Everybody knows that, right? What is gobshite? Tuppence? <laughs> that was oh, straight I know, Mary, what, I know what tuppence Mary, Mary is. Mary Poppins prepared me well for this. Okay. Uh, well, I've never seen a Mary Poppins, so. What? Whoa! What's a Mary Poppins? Oh, my Lord. But a shit with an E on the end of it? Shite! What is this shite? <laughs> Uh, Minge got thrown around so much, and I was oh, like, totally. oh, Ginger. <laughs> Where is she? Which, uh, rest in peace, the tour of Xanadu. I heard, <gasps> I heard it's just postponed. Oh, I mean, no. you know. Yes, but. Postponed until somebody buys tickets. Oh, oh no. Oh. Because that, that, that was the, the reason stated for why. Oh, was it? Was it was postponed was for low ticket sales. Oh, I mean, I was going to buy one. What were the venues they were looking at? Were they like... I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. I was just waiting to find out when they were coming down here so I could buy my tickets. Because 
I know that most of our listeners know already that I am obsessed with Xanadu the Musical. So uh, at least th- this time it probably wouldn't have ended with uh, the lead getting sick. Uh, probably not. <laughs> and us being asked to wait for 15 minutes and then being told, sorry, we're, <laughs> we're canceling the rest of this performance. Well, I'm sure this tour would have come with at least an understudy or two. At least an understudy. <laughs> Although I I was joking with CJ because uh, Ginger was telling me that she had like busted up her leg and like cut up her leg. Jinx had hurt herself because they're trying to learn all this stuff on, on roller skates. So when I, when I found out that they had postponed the tour, I was like, oh my God, is this the new uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark? <laughs> and he said no. So I guess ticket sales were the reason, but... Anywho, minges aplenty on Drag Race UK. Brian, what are your initial thoughts on episode one? I think RuPaul's Drag Race should end. Or, alternatively, spend money that they've obviously been making and reinvent the damn show. Because this show, for all that drag is in the UK, how inventive and dynamic and everything that I've been seeing uh, over the last however many years of Instagram queens and videos and hearing like uh, uh what's the uh, race chasers talk about it drag there is vibrant and this show reduced it down to the rupaul cookie cutter drag show model and in only subtle small ways actually innovated and changed things down to the set occasional little touches here and there that were different to uh, the, uh, I don't know, God, actually, I, I think that's about it, really, in terms of reinventing it. They kept everything. And I guess there's nice consistency in the brand. And they did just, like, what, re- rehaul the show visually after 10 seasons last. But, but, come on, man. Like, do something different. Be be bold. Drag is about bold choices, not safe um, choices. There is no one way to drag. So being bold doesn't necessarily mean anything. Being is... bold means you don't end up like somebody who lost that that first episode. Well, then I mean, she went home for a reason because she didn't. And as sweet as she was you know. to me, she deserved to go. Home. No, she... and, and I mean, I don't know if there would have been. Well, I guess that's getting into spoiler territory. Well, I didn't say who. Right. Yeah. And we're still waiting to. We're giving people we time that. to be like, yeah. wait, they haven't started specifics <laughs> yeah. yet. I can still listen. Because I mean, we are just going to start spoiling the shit out of the show. So. But, but I mean, seriously, like, I, I and I and I like Drag Race. I'm not going to not watch it, so I'm part of the problem here. But I just and and even the selection of the queens overall, it just felt very homogenous in you know with little different representations and all that, but just boring in but so that's many what ways. Most reality shows are, and, and that's what opens up the field to not to other shows and in some cases i feel it hinders a show a little bit <coughs> dragula <coughs> um which i've actually now caught up on i'm entirely what how does it hinder three I don't... seasons full of dragula what's the what do you mean by hinders? i i just i don't know that well I'll, this isn't a dragula discussion i'm just but what i'm saying is that it opens up the field uh for other shows to then have these other aspects to it and be able to show these other things where it's like uh, it's like American Idol. Okay, so American Idol is this one version of a singing competition. Yeah, that opened up the door for something like X Factor and the, and voice. the voice and the and masked you know, like, singer 
or whatever that show is. These other, like, it opens up, it, it takes away almost a monopoly of this type of show, and it opens up, it's a, this is how it works. I mean, like, look at a Top Chef that's 15 seasons in. I mean, they don't reinvent. They the don't reinvent the wheel. Well, right. I mean, they'll that's, change. I, they'll I, tweak their challenges a little bit. This is this is me saying this, not watching any reality shows except this, yeah, because I think they're o- overall just un- unwatchable most of the time. But I will say that I am excited by. Innovations but I mean, you watched like, Cutthroat Kitchen. You watched not, Chopped. Oh, Cutthroat Kitchen. That's right. like you know those. Well, shows Cutthroat are, Kitchen is different because they they there it's a farce. Like it's but it, but it's the but it's the same thing like. Yes, there are different obstacles that are put in their way, but it's the same thing over these seasons. Yeah, there's no, Cutthroat not... Kitchen never like like reinvented itself. Yeah, yeah. same thing with Chopped. Yeah. Chopped is forty seven thousand yeah, seasons into either. it because they're only like yeah. five episode seasons. But right? at least Chopped, like especially at I don't even know at what point it started. They started doing more and more exotic pairings and themes and like i don't know drag race is just boring again i I, a lot of this comes after certain things that have happened recently with drag race and people like delta work being let go and matthew whose last name escapes me anderson being largely disparaged and and forgotten about even though he was key and instrumental in setting the looks and i'm not exactly the biggest world of wonder fan going into this to be quite frank there's World a lot. of Wonder, his reviews do not reflect all of us here on the show. <laughs> you cannot give him passes for shit. Listen, I've never been to DragCon, so I can say this without, uh, you know. Any, but no, I just, I, I'm disappointed that they didn't take this opportunity to innovate. I, from what I've even seen and heard of uh, Thailand, Drag Race Thailand, right? That show was very different in a lot of ways. Well, Mainly because I'm, they had different hosts, they had different really different from what i was told now i have not watched it i will be quite frank about that i've not watched it they had them do like a full production number where they did their own choreography they did their own music i mean it sounded like they really pushed the envelope in that show but this show just felt same safe and as much as i did enjoy the queens and i'm not gonna shit all over them the production i just am disappointed in but i mean it's also being marketed directly to the same audiences. It is. RuPaul's 100%. Drag Race in the States. RuPaul is involved. It's going to, you know, they're reinventing the wheel with All-Stars 5. Oh, are they? Yep. I did not know that. That's well, exciting. I mean, nobody's supposed to know that, but those in the know know that, or those who, you know, Good. read the leaks and, and all that know that. Well, because they're hearing this feedback, not just from me. I mean, they're hearing this well, from but a this lot is the of thing. people. It's, you're able to do that with offshoot shows. You change just enough. Like, the they changed the finale. Now it's not, okay, well, the top three go in and we do the reunion and we do all this. Like, And if you haven't heard already, Hulu now has seasons one through six. Yep. Because they said, fuck you, Amazon Prime. We can do this better. Not just that, they also have Untucked for seasons two, three, four, five, and six, and All Stars one and two. Hulu stepped the game up very much so. Yeah, so I've been, I just finished rewatching the first season. Oh, uh, I just finished rewatching six because, God, I love that season so much. Yeah, six is, I think, the <sighs> peak, peak drag race. Thing. Yeah, that's the pinnacle for, for me, especially. Four made it very much a, a bigger thing within the community. Five stepped their game up. And then six took it to the point where that's peak before it became very self-conscious, very self-referential, very 
media conscious for the queens themselves, and it took on a whole different life of its own. But so okay, so those are your those are your thoughts. I mean, everybody's thoughts are valid. Hot takes, on, hot takes on it. We may not always agree on some of these things, but that's why we do this show because if we all either just praise something or shout on something. It uh, it wouldn't have as much of a uh, a great feel of conversation, unless we're talking about House of X and Powers of Ten. In which case, if you shit on that, you no, get out of my well, house yeah. right the fuck now. That, that'd be an echo chamber, you know. Oh God, so good. If you're not reading House of X and Powers of Ten, go do it now. We have one more week until everything just finalizes and crystallizes into a brand new Dawn of X. Oh, it turns into Kennedy Davenport. Uh, oh, after uh, a long night of hooking. <laughs> Trey didn't like it. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> uh, so I loved it. I thought this was a very good throwback to uh, the 4, 5, 6 era of Drag Race US with the better budget for the look of the set and the uh, the set pieces. But with queens, again, that are not the... I'm not going to say this because of all of the social media feedback and, you know, whatnot. Because these queens haven't really had that. Some of them are more are younger and more Instagram look queens. Some and... of them have never been to a drag show before. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like, it's bad enough for other seasons where it's like, oh, no, I just I just host an a, a Instagram or YouTube show. And but yeah, you know, obviously have been to shows, no drag queens than that. Well, see, you wanted them to change it up. They cast a straight man yeah, who's only been doing drag for eleven months. They cast Ed who's Sheeran, never been to a drag show before. I, I didn't know that Ed Sheeran, for all the other things he's done, has also decided he wants to do drag. That was very oh. impressive and bold of him. Oh Lord, oh scaredy cat. When he was like, "I've got a girlfriend," I was like, "I mean, I got girlfriends too, but..." He, no, no, really? That's okay. Oh. I actually would have been oh. pleased if they had done an AFAB queen. Oh. Uh-oh. That'll never happen, but oh. it would have been interesting. Uh-oh. Yeah. Let me not get on Halloween right now. We're not going to talk about that right now. Even Camp Wanakiki has a AFAB. They they have uh well, Dragula has a drag king, and I will say that Landon is quite talented, and I'm not usually a big drag king fan, and Landon being top Five spoiler alert for those of you watching Dragula season three. Um, she, as Landon, does amazing makeup work and completely transforms him, herself to look like a man, and I'm quite impressed. The bio queen that was on Dragula season three was a screaming, raging, almost kind of anti-gay feminist, anti-capitalist. Which I mean, I get a lot of the 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 issues, but some of the way it was handled was like, mm, this is this is much, this is much. I have no problem with bio queens at all. I just don't need them yelling at me and saying that they want to, you know, run into every gay bar and show their tits <laughs> to take down the gay man. I'm like, <laughs> you realize the rest of this room, right? Ooh, like, mm, this is weird. That's fine. Anywho, yeah. back to Drag Race UK. I thought it was um, quite adorable. It gave me a lot of the feels of old school Drag Race with a lot of the look of new Drag Race. So Yes. Okay, enough about the hot takes. Let's get into our entrance looks. Let's talk about these girls because, again, this is not the same 
styling feel in a lot of ways as what the drag race queens have now come into. It's not very gaudy for the most part. There are some that are gaudy and cool. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then but a lot of them, like take bag of chips is the first one into the workroom. And her little, you know, shiny leopard print. You know, yeah, I thought two it piece was... was cute. Yeah. But it felt very like Kelly Mantle walking into the season six workroom in, you know, a little black dress with neon hearts on it and Gia Gunn, you know, saying it's not giving her the feels, but I thought it was adorable. She's cute. I mean, I don't know that out of drag, her boy self, like, makes me, I don't know. <laughs> Something about the persona makes me a little graded. I don't know what it is. Bag of chips in drag? Bag of chips out of drag. <laughs> but in drag, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more forgiving when it's a heightened character. I think if that was the real person I had to deal with, I would just get over that, like, you know, personality. It's it's too much for me as like a person. Anyway, that's what I, I will mean. fight you all. She's good. If any of y'all out there don't like bag of chips? I will fight you She's, too. She is a fun queen, and I do like. She her. makes good TV. Yes. Oh, she makes good TV. Yes, but not in like not in a not, not in a, a villainous like no no no, 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 way. no, yeah. no, no, no. She's yeah. very fun. No, I love me some bag of chips. Uh, from DragCon, I walked out of DragCon being like, okay. That's my girl on, on season one of Drag Race UK. She's very calorie kind of, but with a little more personality than calorie conveyed, I think. I'm going to leave that alone. Oh, come on. Blue Hydrangea. I like her a lot. From Ireland. I liked her look. I wanted it to be fitted. Yeah, it was not fitted at all. It was uh, just yeah. a tube of material. <laughs> It was a cocoon. <laughs> she was Jasmine to... Masters was going to pop out of her in a oh, second. Oh, no. And I whoop. <laughs> and I whoop. Uh, her makeup skills, fucking amazing. Yes. Amazingly on point. When we saw her in New York, holy shit, looks so fucking good. So good. Um, but yeah, needed to be fitted. And I mean, she's got a uh, what looks to be like a kind of a corseted bodysuit underneath. Yeah, you can see it through the material. Yeah, but yeah, I needed that. It had some curve, but I needed it to be cinched in in the middle to really give it a full full look. Davina DeCampo, beautiful. I I love me some fucking pink and black plaid. You know that. You know that. You've seen my 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 Facebook uh, page uh, profile for Bears in the City. You know I love me some pink and black. She's so well polished. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. She knows it. Sh- she's good. She knows she's. She knows good. how to work her angles. She's got a good personality, like you said. She's polished. I mean, she's, she's got a good personality, but I could see her going a little ego crazy. Oh, a little bit. And they they definitely played that up. I don't think so. She's just very. She's and, got the experience. She's done yeah. so much stuff. Yep. Um, her laugh gets on my last fucking nerve. That. Is that a sample? Can I don't we use know. that? I can't remember what it sounds like. Can, can, that, can that be my uh, text noise for sure. you? Please, please. That's sure thing. <laughs> that's a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> oh my God! Your hook is now on Patreon for her, <laughs> for our subscribers, just so uh, that they're aware. <laughs> Why would we talk to poor people? <laughs> that's still my favorite thing to scare me awake. And so then, who is this with the uniboob? 
Uniboob. With the Uniboobs. Unibrows are out. Uniboobs are in. That I, is Crystal. I love uh, that outfit. I think that's fantastic. And Crystal is actually a North American queen. Canadian expat. Yep. Like, I like the idea of that outfit, but it was just a jumbled mess all across the no, top. I love it. You're wrong. And Crystal is a hairy chested, hairy armpitted queen. Yeah, so yes. uh, I put that in my notes. Like, Usually, I thought they called queens out when that happened. This time, they didn't seem to care. Uh, because they are updating and changing their style for the show, and they're allowing hairy armpitted and hairy chested girls on the stage. Next innovation. Next, I'm gonna be. You're gonna be saying Michelle doesn't care about flats. Oh no, she gives a shit about flats. Uh, well, no, but that's her to look. Be, that's to what be fair. She, it was RuPaul fair? that called out the fat flats. Yeah, but, but then Michelle. Michelle. No, well, Michelle harped on them. Yeah, I mean, she didn't let him go, but it no. was RuPaul that really had the issue with the Nor did lives. she let his nose go, but I mean. <laughs> You're wearing prosthetics. That's my nose. Uh, the thing is, if you get cast because you are a full femme, look queen, this is the thing, blah, 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 whatever, and then you come out and you do something like that, that's going to get called out. That is Crystal's look. Crystal has the hairy chest. Crystal has the hairy armpits. Crystal does this. When you cast somebody and that's their aesthetic, you can't call them out on that. No, I'm fine with that. I just didn't realize from what they said that that was her aesthetic. It would yeah. be like, it would oh, be yeah. like casting Beyonce and then well, saying, why do you have a full beard? That's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's, but that's exactly. a logical progression. If you're going to do this, then how long before you do that? And I think that's great. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But... But Not they everybody. Don't, they is. don't change anything. You hear this, folks? No, 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 no. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not oversimplify. They're opening them doors. Let's not oversimplify what I said. I said they needed to reinvent. Incremental changes are absolutely here. What I'm saying is the show needs a complete re-evolution. Uh, like but you're also not going to take a chance on your main show. That is your cash cow right they now. They did in Thailand. And again, I, I guess I but don't again, see... But again, are they marketing it to this market no, where they, it's they a cash cow? It. Yeah, it They're marketing it to the Thai audience, which yeah, is, expects different from their television Which shows. is completely different because you have something like we, Miss International Queen, which is 15 years into it. That pageant... I mean, Giselle was there for three fucking weeks. Like, that... Their Thailand? whole thing... Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Their whole thing... And I mean, honestly, their fucking... Part of their prize package is... A sex change operation. So, I mean, quite honestly, like, Thailand's a lot different marketplace than where this cash cow is. So, you can take a chance and reinvent the wheel with something like All-Stars. That's why we saw Teams. We saw that didn't work. Then they go to All-Star Season 2, and they're like, we're not going to eliminate anybody. You are. And then we saw that worked. So, we brought it back for three. Uh Brought it, then we're like, okay, well, we're going to do a well, jury. Then, yeah, they had yeah. a jury. And, that, uh, and then they're like, all right, we're going to do it for four. Eh, two winners. <laughs> and it's like, all right, five. Do you, have, has anybody heard what five is? No, I'd rather be surprised. All right, I'm not going to okay. say nothing. You tell me later because I want to know. I'm not going to say nothing. Um, but if you look at other famous reality franchises that are go international, like, say, The Voice, it's very samey country to country, except except so, for some of the Asian countries. I was in Japan that, and I watched whatever their equivalent of yeah, and it's it was it was very similar. So yeah. I I know what you're saying. I just disappointed. 
Um, let's move on though. Bag of not bag. Uh, something wrong. Yes. Oh, something wrong. She was amazing. She's I don't not know... Jiggly Caliente. She's not she wants Jiggly you to Caliente. Know that. I don't think she looks anything like Jiggly Caliente. No, but it's it's the whole all black people look the same. It's oh, whole, Jiggly all Asian. is Asian. I yeah. didn't yeah. even that 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 actually. <laughs> I actually forgot that honestly. I did. And actually, I mean, in some ways, she does kind of have a bare. A, a similar resemblance to Jiggly. I mean, I more can... Jiggly now than when Jiggly was on the show. Yeah, I was but... gonna say, but no, she um that that first look is not bad. I love the flowers at the bottom. I really like that. Um, she's very boobtastic. She had lots of boob going on the whole all of her. She's outfits. a breastplate queen. Yeah, totally. So yeah. I like that. I mean, Wait. and usually larger individuals have more chest to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But usually, then they use their own yeah their own tits for that. And she's a breastplate girl. Oh, yeah. totally. So it's not even just that. And I mean. She could be a bigger boy that doesn't really have as much extra on the chest area. Yeah. So because like a, a Darian Lake, a, a Silky Nutmeg Ganache, like the the queens that are much shorter and heavier tend to that weight's distributed different. Something Wong is tall. Oh really? Oh god, yes. Oh okay. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, in heels still, but I mean, like, um, Something Wong next to me is like a good five inches taller oh, wow. Oh, wow. and i mean i'm not super tall but still in comparison oh. to some of the girls like coco in heels is pat sized <laughs> coco out of heels is like you know making cookies in a tree somewhere <laughs> i did feel like overall the queens in the uk were a little rounder and a, not not essentially yeah. plus size but in some cases definitely but overall not as emaciated skin and bones violet tchotchke well looking. because they're their look isn't as focused on you need to be super skinny you right. need to have the drawn in face you have to have the botox and the fillers and i mean yeah somebody like a, a davina and honestly vivian to an extent uh oh, have yeah. more of that that facial look yeah but the other girls like baga and, and something wong definitely have a much fuller dare i say normal person look to yeah. their face well that's refreshing i do like yeah. that yeah. um the only thing with her and it's not bad because every look of hers was fully realized it just didn't feel like it it felt like it had rough edges on it yeah yeah like it's but i mean like a lot of these i don't think she was sloppy but i think there were certainly little things that she could have i still think compared to like first seasons of other show uh, other seasons and even first episodes of some other seasons that i mean they didn't have they weren't in the workroom making these outfits on site so it's a little different but we've seen some worse rough edges on some first episodes of seasons yeah. before yeah um i will just say that she definitely looked so much better on this episode than i felt that her look was at drycon oh, oh really super nice super sweet and if you uh, are on the playstation network you can message something long and what? she'll give you her friend code and you can play online with something oh my Wong. god she's totally stealing a tricksy thing man. she's great. a she's a gamer queen that's awesome okay in general there's X-Men fans in this group. There's gamers. There's Cosplayers. Like, it is the nerdiest fucking group of queens. Good. <laughs> and I was so excited for it. There were a couple that were like super big X-Men fans. And Brett White was uh, in the room with us also. So like he was interviewing them before they got to us. Which, because I felt like a real news outlet. Because uh, we were in the press room. And then there was the, the line that like the each outlet like had their space and had a little tape that said your name and it was like it it was just kind of fun to be like in is, the same sp- the same line as like all these other is Brett news still and media working outlets. for collider 
Oh, I don't know. Probably. Okay. Yeah, I saw he was there and covering, and he's gotten so fabulously. Uh, his outfits now are so fabulous. He's he's really done such a great job with his look. But uh, yeah, I didn't know if he was still quiet. Um, who's the next queen here in the black? Cheryl. Cheryl. That Hole? is Cheryl Hole. Oh, okay. Yes, the uh, the attitude queen of the first episode. A little bit. <laughs> Which, if you haven't watched it, they kind of baked a little bit of uh, untucked into this. It felt like a weird baby of regular Drag Race and All Stars. Where they sent the queens away, and then they show them in the back, like where the deliberations happen for all stars, where it's like, "Don't send me home, I want to stay here." But for this, like they just they were like, "Oh, we didn't have room to build a second place for the untucked lounge." Is that not kind of how it used to be prior to untucked being split out? No, it's you guys been are rewatching out. stuff. So it's I didn't... always been split out. Even in season one, RuPaul referenced the interior illusions viral. Right, yes, but I mean because untucked. it wasn't called Untucked. Right, it was I forget what they um, under the hood because they were still on this real. I think so because it was still car related. It was all everything in season one was supposed to be very car. So and you're saying actual drag they just don't related. have a separate set as well, much as it's a... never. Well, yes, now it's on the other side of the wall right and it's one big room and then the the untucked lounge is a separate area they used to have the silver the silver room and the gold bar oh yeah, were, yeah yeah because you had your safe queens get went back first and then they sat in the silver area and they chatted or whatever while the critiques were going on and then they moved them into the gold bar and then the queens that were in the top and bottom went into the silver bar, and the the, the safe queens had the big pink furry box, and yeah, the video, video message, message yeah. and like all of those things happened in there. And then they were like, and everybody back into the silver room, and then everybody would talk, and you know, that was the I feel very attacked, and yeah, all okay. these things happening in there. This the, was probably moment. I've had it officially, <laughs> you know. I'll, I'll all give those you ten dollars. What is what is Alaska's thing where she's yeah, like, that I'm, was in the workroom, but that, yeah. I'll I'll pay you ten thousand dollars. I'll give you ten thousand dollars. I'll PayPal it to you. Oh my god! Uh, but Cheryl Hole party. <laughs> uh, this look was interesting. This was the 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 fringe minge that bag of reference during the uh, the entrance is. I didn't hate it. In fact, I thought this was pretty successful as well as one of her runway looks. I feel like of all the queens, and I'm looking at my notes, I wrote the least about her. So I think she, to me, was the most forgettable. I mean, I actually would have been, I was most interested in seeing her perform at the end of the episode. Like uh, I, I was like, I wanted to see. She's a dancer. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she would have been, and it will be a good lip syncer, but um, yeah, I was otherwise kind of. Eh. I wish the, the, the sheer portion, the nude illusion was a little darker because it's a very jarring line at her neck. Yeah. So it it's, match very well. it's not so much of a nude illusion as I'm wearing a beige outfit with a strappy weird bikini and fringe. No, I, I get know. that. Yeah. Cheryl Hole. What about Miss uh was it Gothy? Oh, Gothy Kendall. Did anybody else think her proportions were a little odd? You mean in this first outfit or just yeah, in general? I think in general, but it, it the first outfit really emphasized it. I'm not going to say Oompa Loompa, except I did just say Oompa Loompa, but I mean, there's a weird, like, I, I don't know, her proportions are odd to me. Is no. it because of the buns on the top of the head? That might also be part of it. It might be a visual uh, cone head yeah, type yeah, it was situation. Weird. I don't know. It just reminded me of that, that baby toy that was the, the little rocking thing with the 
the peg in the middle and then you put the the donuts on it the small yeah, me- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the large medium and oh, small donuts yeah, the stacking yeah, yeah. toy <laughs> towers of hanoi oh that's that's what it looked i like the outfit i thought it was cute i like the shimmery material well looking at this picture on facebook or where you know it's like i didn't even notice the garters you could yeah see those through. it was that was not as apparent on uh the show and i mean when they're these are all we're on the drag race uk official page and they have all the entrance looks these are obviously done with uh, studio lighting for photography, which is going to show you more of uh, the sheerness where television lighting in a studio isn't going to have that same direct impact on the material. So, right. you think they did these right before they walked into the wa- workroom, or do you think they did this? Might even be in separate. Like before the mini challenge? Like it may or... have been completely a different thing. Um,. I could almost see it being as they were getting there and because they sequester all the queens separately. Yeah. So like, okay, come out of your room, go to this station. Where I could almost say them being like, or... your call time is one o'clock. They come in, they do the photos, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, yeah. Sequester. Your call time is one thirty. Oh, gotcha. you, They come in and then like that way yeah. they bring the girls in and then do these shoots, have some time to do it and then sequester them and then shoot. Yeah. That would be my thought on it because then they're still fresh. It's the freshest that look will be right out of the entire day. Yeah, but I, I thought it was cute. I really I like the sheer material. The collar might be a little much. I think it takes away from the big hoops. You know, the bigger the hoop, yeah. the bigger the hoe. And I can totally feel for her with um, like having the snaggle tooth and whatnot, and putting your your hand up when you laugh and and yeah. all that. I felt so bad for her. Oh, I bet in a year or two she'll have veneers. Oh my God! Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, she didn't win a RuPaul badge or a Wild Present series, so maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but I did love. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl Strokes, Vinegar Strokes, vinegar, Cheryl vinegar Strokes, Stro- <laughs> Cheryl. Oh, she looks like a Cheryl. I'm, I'm being reminded of uh, my old boss at TJ Maxx. Vinegar Strokes. I mean, it's not a bad look, but I think all of her looks were a little disappointing, <laughs> except for the one they didn't use. <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, yeah, it's and for what they set her up about her, you know, acting, she's friends with uh, Michelle, or she's worked with Michelle, or she's been doing all this stuff with. You know, anyway, uh, what's the theater area called? Uh, the West End. The West End, yeah. like. They definitely set her up as this. Oh, who's she's the the queen to beat, and then collapse like a flan in a cupboard. Well, it just seemed like she's got the experience, but right. But they emphasize that to set up the the fall, right? I don't think so because I mean, if you're doing like if you're doing a a, a West End show, uh, let's talk about Jamie. Everyone's the, the ta- show. Everybody's talking. Everybody's about talking you. about Jamie. You're being dressed. You're wearing a show costume. Right. So I don't think that necessarily. And but I mean, you're telling me the producers didn't use that as a foil to set her up once they knew that she was not going to do as well? Of course they did. That's what the show does. That's absolutely 100% what RuPaul producers do. We've seen this for 10 plus years. Oh, come on. But I'm sure she would have talked about her experience in it. Right, regardless. but they choose yeah. what you hear. Yeah. So they can say all kinds of shit, and that doesn't mean you're going to get it in the final edit. That is they 100%. Also need, they, they also do. need to talk about it because you have to you have to address the fact that she's worked with Michelle. You have to address it, but I'm saying they actually, the, I feel like they added a little extra. 
And again, that's what these shows do. I mean, this isn't a new idea. I mean, it didn't, honestly, it didn't feel like a setup. Uh, I watched this a minute before we started recording. I finished it. I'm telling you, right off this, that's what they did. Because that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it. I mean, personally, it didn't seem any further than Vivian talking about all of her experience and the fact that she had won the previous RuPaul you're right, pageant. You're right. Or she did or divided a Campo's experience and all of that. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, because a lot of these queens aren't just in a nightclub, you know, lip syncing. Most of them aren't lip syncing. Most of them are out there singing or they're doing some sort of production or they're in theater or they're yeah. doing these things. So I don't know. I, and, what, and what I've seen in the 11 seasons of Drag Race in the U.S., it didn't feel, and it, it probably was, but it didn't feel as heavy-handed uh, 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 trying to build her up. Because I didn't think that she was going to be in the bottom two, to be completely honest. I thought Cheryl Hole. Because then they also showed that portion where she's like, fuck this hat, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm in the bottom. Like, I, I kind of thought it was going to be Cheryl Hole in the bottom, to be to be honest. I, I, just, think- I think as a passive viewer, but also knowing the production behind the scenes and how they do this, the patterns, right? The storylines, and this is just within or what one episode, you, or what you believe to be the patterns, because we oh. don't have. Yeah, I'm sure. First, I am sure of... that based on what we have heard from people like Willem and other show uh, queens that have come out of the show that have basically confirmed this, there is heavy-handed producing going on. I'm not saying they're putting words well, in people's mouth. I was going to say because we... if you listen to the most recent episode, she flat out says they never right. Told but, they never told us what to say. Right, they don't. They ask but, you questions right. to get sound bites. And what you what they cut in as a response is not necessarily the thing you think it is. It's a Franken clip, right? Yes. So well, all if you I'm watch saying the is Adam ruins everything about reality shows. He talks. They talk. What about I'm it. saying is, when I just watched this, I felt like they. And after I saw the whole show, after I knew where it ended, I thought they set that up not set it up as like they're gonna make her fail she failed on her own but they they emphasize the difference i still i i still think that cheryl hole was in my when my watching i thought cheryl hole would have ended up in in the bottom she was close oh yeah she was real wasn't she like the well she was in the bottom three also yeah all right and our 10th and final queen is the vivian uh, looking like she got wrapped up for a present giving experience now this is the one that's the drag ambassador yeah a couple yeah, years ago she was crowned the drag ambassador don't think i ever heard about that so that was i mean it was, was like, like a just a little pageant thing yeah. that rupaul whatever did is kind of it's good. like pork chop winning miss drag con 2018 <laughs> or whatever like it's yeah it was rupaul saying okay we're not here yet but we understand that you're here well because i mean this has been in the works for a couple of years now without RuPaul behind the, the the judging table hosting it. There was a lot of talk about, well, this person's going to host it or this person's going to host it. Like, this isn't just, oh, well, they just came up with this like eight months ago and decided, let's do it. So I think it was a bit of a, a tide over until they could work out details and until they could tranquilize RuPaul enough to get him on a plane and send him over there to host it. But anywho, uh, yeah, so those are 10 inaugural queens in RuPaul's Drag Race UK. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Rue enters the workroom. She gathers them around after the message. A where very fancy suit. Yeah, it's very, very... Florals for spring. Ooh. Groundbreaking. <laughs> so she comes in after the video message, uh, talks about royalty and the queen and being off with your head and all that stuff. Uh, she tells them that their first photo shoot is going to be taking place and their runway look is going to be inspired by Queen Elizabeth II. And then she says, gentlemen, start your engines and may the best wait. And I, oop, and I, oop. <laughs> Had she done that, I'd have fucking <laughs> fell off my seat. <laughs> start your engines and I, oop. <laughs> That's not all because it's the first season of Drag Race UK. The queens are not just responsible for one look, but they're responsible for two. Their second look is going to show why they are the queen of their hometown. Which I think is a good challenge. I mean, it's very similar to uh, the Lady Gaga uh, ball that they had in season nine. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Because that's when all the craziness happened. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that has spawned into so many controversies <laughs> since that episode aired. Ooh. Or since that episode was uh, filmed, I should say, not aired. Ooh, uh, Lord. Ooh, girl. Yes. She done ready to have hers is. They all have. <laughs> oh, they've all had their. They've all had theirs at this point. Uh, so their first challenge is a take on the uh, the photo challenges of of U.S. past. Except this time around, instead of just doing, we're gonna rotate you and shoot like you know toxic goo on you by the pit crew or, or the Brit you, crew. Oh, the Brit crew. Oh, so delicious. The, uh, God, I love the English. Sorry, you still a, only met two of the Brit crew. I had a, I had to interject the uh, the Taylor Swift line in there. Uh, sorry, because of her song "London Boy," which I just wanted to be the theme song for this entire thing. <laughs> um, we don't have the rights to it, nor can we pay for that, so it will not be the theme song for this at all. Uh, or they didn't have to jump into a foam pit and try to take a a picture while flying through midair. They didn't have to be dunked in a dunk tank. They just got their heads chopped off, and they had a, a dog collar put around their heads. It was kind of a uh, cone of shame. They did. The it was no a little. Cone. It was a little reminiscent to uh, the princess challenge uh, from season nine. Elaborate, because I'm not remembering this. Just because they had to film themselves separately as a little sidekick character, which reminded oh, me of the head part of it. Compositing. Yeah, yes. the whole composite thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Even though it ended up being a still frame versus a whole runway presentation. Yeah. It just reminded me oh, of that. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, Trinity Trinity's uh, the, the starfish. The starfish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we're the, oh Princess 
Disasterina. Yeah, Disaster. Where, disaster, where we got the infamous. Uh, you, it was the gorgeous. It was you're a Linda perfect. You look like a model. You look like Linda Evangelista. They just eat her up every time she steps on that runway. She could come out there in a diaper and they'd be like, oh, Valentina, your smile is beautiful. Did you stone those tights? Oh, sorry. <laughs> come on, Aja. Come through, Aja. Is she going to jump from there? <laughs> and I <laughs> Uh, so yeah it was cute i i liked how we were able to get a little bit more of their personality uh interacting with rue in doing these like little quotes and whatnot that they did um the, the video part for yeah although honestly they don't have to give away a prize of a hundred thousand dollars because apparently according to some youtube channels <coughs> jake <Yance, coughs> um that's drama that they don't give away a prize it's different over there they're, like, get, they're getting paid an exposure <laughs> oh god <laughs> they get a badge all right they get an a enamel badge. pin <laughs> and is it, is it an enamel pin or is it like a little no i'm curious somebody said that it's like an enamel pin i don't know maybe it's like uh maybe it's like making it wait what was it that's what are, yeah make was it making it? Was that the name of the show? I think so. Where they got the badges? Yeah, no. <laughs> they got absolutely. the little iron The horn. merit badges. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. But I mean, it's. I don't think uh, game shows or like these types of reality shows in the UK are. They, they fall under different governing rules. And I don't think that that's a thing that they do over there. Because if you look at the Great British Bake Off, they win a cake stand. Yeah. Yeah. Like Surprise. they get the honor of being. You know the best amateur baker in in the UK, and they get a cake stand. There's not a twenty five thousand, hundred thousand, two million dollar cash prize, which, which is probably why they're not just having them do a film series over there. They're actually going to fly them out to Hollywood, yeah. Where the well, that's also where the production well, is. Well, but, but no, I think it's a. Uh, there's a lot of British quiz shows. There's a lot of British like game show types. And yeah, I don't think any of them do like big prizes. Yeah, I think it's more of just like the honor of winning. Yeah, <laughs> which and that's enough shows how different it is over in the UK versus us here in the states with uh with game shows. But if they're not going to spend that money, um, couldn't they have flown like microwees out to do pictures? Like had a little bit of something, had some sort of microwees equivalent from the UK come and do the photo shoots? It was RuPaul and a tripod. <laughs> like that's where's our budget going we bought the tripod sir okay well rupaul's taking pictures i guess it's so weird it was so weird to me you might as well just handed one of the pit crew or brit crew a camera and been like i'd have almost been okay with that because then rupaul could have interacted differently like with them i don't know so i have an answer about the the prize thing and you were right pat it's they um the bbc is publicly funded it's like their pbs right is it all of the BBC? Yeah. Oh, okay. BBC. Not ITV, not the other channels, but BBC. Well, no, because I only asked that because... It's BBC um, Three. Yeah, it's BBC Three, but I know when they moved Great British Bake Off, there was a whole thing about um, like for-profit and commercialization, so I wasn't sure if there was... Like BBC One and Two are the publicly funded no, no, portion, they're, and they're Three all and public. Four. They're oh, all okay. public. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, because they pay a license fee. And gotcha, no gotcha. So yeah, they do not allow commercial sponsorships. So evidently, that means they don't get paid money. Interesting. Well, because I mean, oh, they don't allow commercial sponsorships, and that's probably where they got the money from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. Because I mean, production isn't like you're right. Here's a right, hundred right. grand. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Okay, so that makes sense. And then they they do cite uh, the Bake Off with the the plate and the yep, whole thing. the cake stand that says the Great British Baking Show on it, not Great yes. British Bake Off, right? Yes. Because they're like, okay, well, we're gonna make sure that this can still get marketed over to the U.S. <laughs> 
So we'll use their title and not our title, which I still find extremely odd, but hey. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it would have been kind of funnier if the the Brit crew had been taking the pictures. Oh, <laughs> but hey. Uh, so the winner of that challenge was Scaredy Cat, which was... Interesting. She yeah. just shat herself. Yeah, she Literally. Just, she shat herself. I, uh, it seemed very Golden Globes of RuPaul to do that. Because uh. the Hollywood uh, Ford press crew. Or Ford yeah, they're, they're always giving it to the bright and shiny new up and cover oh, yeah. person. Uh, well, I mean, it's not always, I feel, the best that wins those challenges. Like, season four, you had Jiggly who won her um, her photo challenge, the first mini challenge. And I mean, like Jiggly, and it was a cute photo, but yeah. You definitely had other photos that it's, looked better. It's probably just RuPaul's favorite interaction with the. Oh, I'm sure that is a huge person. thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's like, huge. It's for just it. the back and forth. Yeah. So I mean, Scaredy Cat won. Great, awesome. Okay. What was the prize for that? Or was there a prize? There wasn't a no, prize. No, nothing. Yeah. Just you won. You think they 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 do? The straights a are taking everything. Seriously, <laughs> Ed Sheeran can take who's who's he dating these days? Uh, out to uh, dinner. Oh. They could have done like a little mini badge. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting and it's so funny. Like it's so jarring in, in a way when you're so used to hearing like the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race will receive a sickening supply of whatever. Like yeah. first off, they didn't even bother to make like a different opening. Aside from putting a Union Jack in one of RuPaul's hands and slapping UK at the end, and I'm uh, like, uh-huh. "Can we have a little bit? Can we have a little uh, like?" I'm sorry, what are you chim saying? Chim Cheerio. What, what are you saying in all this? Uh, listen, first <laughs> off, I'm just talking about the opening credits, uh-huh. not about the show itself. Okay. I like the format of the show, hundred percent different, and especially compared to Dracula. But that's just my thoughts. Oh. I need to watch this. Is that on YouTube? No, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's gross. <sighs> Although I was so excited with this final, this uh, oh no, this last el- elimination made me really sad because it's the only queen on the show that I've actually met, and I liked her, and I was sad to see her get eliminated. I'm sorry, exterminated. Oh, they have Daleks on the show. It's, uh, <gasps> oh my god, that's totally a thing that could happen now. What with a Doctor drag- Who episode with Drag Race UK? Oh my god, it could happen. <laughs> That you have many challenges. Dress up as Dalek that, as a drag queen. That is exciting. That is <laughs> totally very exciting. Oh I want my God. a Dalek with a wig and lipstick. Oh, oh perfect. Please it would this. be just like the Hello Kitty one. <gasps> yes. That could work. They have to drag up a Dalek. Oh, and then Katya gets eliminated again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Davenport says what you shouldn't have. So mad. Anywho. Um, so, oh, Lord. Uh, so we watch them get ready. We see the Vivian Taper head back. Yep. Very. <laughs> she even uh, references Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, really did look a bit of what her look was, yes. to be honest. So we hit the runway for the first time on Drag Race UK. RuPaul comes out looking a vision in green. I'm sure Michelle was super excited for neon green. With her neon pink uh, earrings and her very Tina Turner Thunderdome mohawk look. I dug it. But hey, I mean, that's just me. And we've got our judges, Michelle Visage, who for the first time ever got introduced at the beginning of the episode 
when they talked about the judges. You know, usually yeah. it's with our extra special judges, blah, 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 blah. But this time around, it was Michelle Visage and Alan Carr and very extra special guest judge Andrew Garfield. Spider-Man has now been a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yay. Yay. And was very super gay, and I loved it. Yep. His blue jeans were bell-bottomy. And that big, like, satin shirt. Yep. I didn't like the jacket with it, but, I mean, he was giving me very Saturday Night Fever with with the rest of the outfit. Um, So we have our first queen out the gate is Crystal in her three-day bender, blue, floofy dress, and her 10 kilos of pearls on her head. I was a very big fan of the, the pearl hair. Yeah, I mean the, I thought the wig was successful. The dress with the big three day bender thing on it was too eh. much. Too much. Yeah, um, and the the back of her jacket said the drag pearly. I don't understand that. Maybe it's another colloquialism that I didn't get. But I don't know. I thought she looked pretty, and showing off her hairy titties to the judges was uh was cute. Throw it in their face. She's a cute boy too. I wasn't yeah, mad no, when no, she no, got I... when she was shirtless and, and all up out of drags. I was like, mm, I'm okay with this. Next up, you had Cheryl Hole as your Essex Nouveau Riche spray tan girl with the toilet paper and the vajazzling. Very Paris Hilton ish. Yes. Uh, oh my god, it really did harken back to like 2000, 2001, 2002. With, exactly. With, with a simple life. Simple life. Yep. Oh my goodness, yeah. Oh god, I forgot about that. <laughs> simple life slash clueless slash I mean, there's a lot of Yeah, late just, that, that last couple of years of the 90s and the first couple of years of 2000 yeah. definitely encapsulate that that moment. Yeah. Uh, something Wong out next with her bull in a china shop look. All the hordes and nose ring. And titties. Oh, and ass. Did you just do a WoW reference? No. Oh, they said horde. <laughs> he didn't say horde. He said no. horn. All the hordes. The horns. Okay. The nose ring. I was just thinking like a WoW character. She kind of looked like a WoW character. <laughs> oh no, not those. Yep, ones. she had oh. seventy-six trombones. Oh, like the <laughs> trumpet tits later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <those> trumpet tits. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, that uh, something Wong's outfit was fantastic. I love her. It, it just was like, why were there no uh, Tauruses when I forget which season did the horoscope uh, runway? Oh, oh. they probably there was probably no Tauruses. I know it was just disappointing because I'm a Taurus and I'm like I want to see myself represented. Show- Where's my representation? Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! Have you have you caught up? Did you watch the this last season of uh, Top Chef? Finally, no, I have. Uh, well, they do a uh, uh, a horoscope based one, oh, but it's really? uh, based off of your horoscope in your air, fire, water, earth sign type oh, of okay. thing. Yeah, and nobody was Earth, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> either they plan this poorly or they plan this really well, because then uh, it was a um, uh, what's that elimination one of. Uh, uh, Oh, uh, when they can go uh, home at a quick fire. Oh, sudden is, is it uh, sudden death quick fire? Is that what they call it? I think so. Whatever. So yeah, yeah, when they when they can get eliminated, they had the bottom three because nobody was Earth, and they had to all make a dish gotcha. with. They had to agree on we're going to make this with the Earth products and then make a dish. So yeah. it was 
useful that way, but it was just kind of funny otherwise. Blue Hydrange is up next with her cranes coming off her back. I yeah. mean, it, it was I a d- nice dress. The d- yeah, the dress is fine. The cranes, maybe not. Yeah. I didn't. mean, I think that's just because we don't understand where she's coming from with them. <laughs> I really think she just did do a good job. I don't know if any of the other girls really know these other girls' towns. Because when they were talking in the workroom, like, where are you from? It's like, I'm from some small village in this place. And it's like, okay. So nobody understands any of these mean, outfits. The UK, I don't think, is that big. But, like, I guess it, they don't get over to Ireland that often. It's I like mean, you a got lot Scotland, of... you got uh, Ireland, Wales. not Northern. You got Wales, you got England. I there's, mean, There's a lot of localities that are very different, but yeah. I don't know that they all get around as much, but I think they got it. I just... I don't know. Well, I mean, they don't need to... Like, the other queens don't need to know, right. understand it necessarily, but it's just funny because it's like, represent your hometown. It's like, I'm from this little village that nobody's ever heard of here. Okay, cool. I mean, there's definitely parts of Florida I've probably heard once and don't wouldn't recognize you know like their thing yep i'm not gonna disparage florida no you can (laughs) uh so yeah that i love the dress i loved (laughs) (laughs) oh google heard you apparently google's trying to disparage florida over there or tell me a lesson about it i don't quite know Uh, i loved her i loved her face i loved the dress I did not necessarily love her hair. It was a little much on one side. Not asymmetrical enough to be asymmetrical. And then next up, my fave bag of chips, honoring the late Amy Winehouse. Yeah, it was really stumbling good. down the runway. That was probably the best performance of all of the first runways. Yeah, it was. It was also very on the nose, but I guess that's more of a British thing. I mean, Andrew Garfield even called it out when they were doing the critiques that. In the UK, this is what they want to see when they're honoring a person. Right, right. Whereas in other parts of the world, it may look kind of bad taste. I'm trying to think of, to... like, who, who's an American artist that had, a, like, a drug overdose? Okay, well, Whit- I mean, it's... Whitney it's, Houston. It's well, like... yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's even, like, when I think it was... Shoot, who was it? Was Peppermint going to be Whitney for... No, Monet. When Monet was Whitney... And she didn't want to do the the drug uh, things for right because I mean RuPaul even said that to her. Yeah. Like, how are you going to do it with without doing yeah, it? because right. that would be really in poor, poor taste. taste. So yeah, yeah. it's interesting. That- Which I mean, yeah, yeah, because that definitely because she was uh, for All Stars four. They were going to do the All uh, All Stars of no Snatch Game of Love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of homages to past. Uh, or, or artists who have passed, you had the Vivian coming out and doing her homage to Pete Burns. Which, I mean, once they talked about him, I understood who it was, but really the only visual representation I have in my memory for Pete Burns is just that one music, music video. video yeah. for, uh, <laughs> the YouTube. one that uh, Paul Rudd and Jimmy Fallon gloriously recreated. Yes. Um, I had to Google because I had also not I was not familiar with their later stuff, and I didn't realize the the gender bending and all the other facial work that he had done or they had done. I don't know what, what their pronouns of choice is, but uh, yeah. Now after seeing uh, those pictures, I'm like, oh yeah, they she nailed it. Yeah, no, it definitely. I mean, it definitely gave me Pete Burns the face, the hair, the outfit, and the boots. I wasn't as familiar with, but I, I could definitely get the pea burns from it which uh which was pretty cool after that we had 
vinegar strokes. So let's talk about this whole piece. So she has this cute dress. I mean, it's purple. It's got a little flare at the waist. It's tapered at the legs. And the River Thames on her waist. Sure. But, like, not wrapped around her waist like no. a belt. <laughs> it's just sticking off on both sides. Applique, but not really. <laughs> it's like she made it for a grade school art project <laughs> and then just taped it to her belt. And what was the little medallion thing? Well, I didn't get that at all. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. I don't Which, know. Which, then you pointed out before the show that there was an, a controversy. So, okay. In preparing for the show, I was looking up, trying to get the runway looks, and I came across an article that talks about the runway look that was banned from RuPaul's Drag Race UK, and it was Vinegar Strokes. She had this whole conceptual look uh, for the underground, and had an oyster card in her hair, and like um, underground cars or you know subway cars in her like in her hair and the the updo that she had and when she put her arms out it was the the tube map with the line that i guess brighton line i think uh brixton 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 yeah so and it had like some of the stops on it and whatever and it looked really cool and her earrings were the tfu logo yeah but the tfu apparently blocked it for licensing so she could not wear it so she had to Switch to this other outfit, which ostensibly put her into the bottom. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Her queen look wasn't amazing either. But yeah, so we'll but get I, to think, that in a second. I think I think she would have been de- definitely safe with that that tube look. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, no, I think I think she would have been, which then would have made it very interesting to see who would have been the other person at the bottom three. There. Exactly, because then I look at it and go, well, Cheryl Hole's first look was really strong. Her second, maybe not as much, but. Who would have then taken that spot? And would Cheryl have just then, at that point, dropped into the bottom two? Yeah. So, the world may never know. Unless there is a timeline that is not the darkest timeline that we're in. <laughs> that that actually went through. Um. So, and she had some weird thing in her hair. I just noticed that. I don't know. It was a very interesting look. Gothy Kendall. Rar. Rar. Grr. Yeah. <laughs> I I got it. I don't understand it though. Her face looked great. Yeah, I mean like the her, makeup her job makeup was, was fine. But the outfit and the The, the outfit the, was cute. Mainly the performance and or lack of But that's I think the, more of the issue. The thing was also I guess she's representing a football team. Sports well football. I, no, I don't think so. I think there might or, be like a a tiger statue or a tiger like town mascot or of some sort. I mean, I'm sure okay. it also relates to whatever sports team yeah. or whatnot. Um, because like the like um something Wong's bull, it was a bull statue. Like that's what it was. Like that's what this town is known for. Is okay. This like bull sculpture that's there. Right. So it might be something similar to that. Okay. It just seemed like okay. It's a pretty dress, and her hair looks regular and fine and then just a cat face which as they pointed out in we'll i guess maybe i'll I'll try to 
America it up. It's like if you went to a carnival and got your face painted at one of those yeah. booths. It's really just kind of what it felt like. Yeah, it, it just seemed disjointed. Like it didn't match the rest of the outfit. Where ha- whereas if it was a sports team that was being referenced, then could have gone for more of like the uniform look. To or match. even had there been more orange, more cat features, had claws, yeah. had unified yeah. the look, had yeah. ears out of the hair, something right. that tied into that and it wasn't just pretty tiger makeup yeah Grr. like yeah it just it, it didn't fill the whole thing um and i mean for all the talk in the workroom of scaredy cats lack of experience with ever performing or ever going to a drag show you could definitely tell that gothy kendall has never walked a runway before absolutely right which is much different much different than any type of drag experience because you can perform and not know how to walk a runway. If you don't do pageants, you don't do stuff like that. Pageants will prepare you to present a walk. Right. Um, And I don't think there's as much pageantry in that respect in the UK. So when you, you can go out and perform and do, although watching the lip sync, I don't know how much performing she's done either. So we'll, we'll see. Um, because I mean, in the Meet the Queens video, she talked more about being a DJ versus being a performer. Oh, she's Pearl. Got it. Yeah, got it. Speaking of Scaredy Cat, our next look on the runway in this montage of looks is Scaredy Cat coming out as uh, almost like a swamp witch. Yeah, which th- this seemed more original with her having a small hometown, which. I don't know what to do with. Okay, I'll be folk- folklore. I'll be all of folklore, basically. Uh, I I still want to see more cinching. I, I maybe that's a British thing where they don't cinch as much, but not necessarily. Okay, let me rephrase that. Not cinching. I want to see these dresses that just fall to be more fitted. Yeah. If it's meant to be in a certain way, I don't want to feel like you could push it in. And it's gonna there's space for it to move like to be closer in. If you're full figured, if you're whatever, like then fine. Then have it be a little bit more form fitting. I don't want to see like you picked up the stress off the rack and it yeah. doesn't fit you. It 100% should be more right. bespoke, not yeah. I know what you're saying. It should be your dress, not a dress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I had Kanye West running through my head at that point. <laughs> Before he speak, his soup he spoke. And you thought he was cute before. Look at this peacoat. Tell me he's broke. So, but it, I thought it was cute. I mean, I'm I I I find Scaredy Cat very interesting. Our final look on the runway is Trumpet Tits herself, Davina DeCampo. I thought this look was ridiculous in all the right ways. It was. So over the top, which was very appreciated. By oh yeah, me. very much. The plasticky looking wig. Yep, yep. Like that one guy who just passed away. His uh, line Chris at, March. His line at the, Target. Yeah, yeah. That's what it reminded me. Of. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I liked the gold teapot. I thought it was a little like when it got to the wig, it looked a little jumbled. Like I wasn't sure is it just spilling? Like it looked like it was just a blob. But I loved having the teapot like right. pouring onto her head. I loved the 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 trumpet tits like it, it just it was cute it really did such a service to her 
as a an artist and a drag queen. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. And she just she worked it. She put her thing down, flipped it, and, and reversed, reversed it. it. Wow. <laughs> so then we go into the second phase. It's like the ball already. It's just it's craziness. So now we have Queen Elizabeth realness. The night of a thousand queens. And they're all in kimonos. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, so Crystal comes out in very uh, hunter queen. She's got the the medals. Very uh, British oh, military yes. queen. Yeah. She's got the the sash. She's got the uh, very royal army top and the crop and the hat and the tight pants. And I lived for it. Which I certainly, this is where I really appreciated production doing the split screen picture of yes. the queen. Yes. Because, like, I recognized a couple of the looks throughout the runway. But that, that first look, one, But, like, this one, I've never seen the queen. It, it just looked very traditional British riding outfit. You know, yeah. jodhpurs and all that other crap. But, yeah, yeah it helps. It, this brought me way back to season three and Alexis Mateo and her uh, Marine Corps <laughs> outfit. Poppy, come home, please. I miss you. Oh, for her, when she was talking to her not actual, <laughs> actual living, breathing, hundred percent true boyfriend. What if we told you he was backstage? <laughs> I would say hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> okay, if you haven't, if you don't listen to race chaser, <laughs> it's so. It, Eric and I started slipping into race chaser commentary. It's great. Um, <laughs> sickening, no. Fucking Willem's impersonation of Alexis doing it. <laughs> Sick thing, no? Is my favorite fucking thing to come out of that show. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that was Crystal's uh, queen look. I I lived. It fucking, it was everything I could have wanted in it, a fucking it, outfit. Yeah, in some ways, it uh, reminded me a little bit of uh, Brooke's uh, Mouty. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look. Um, but I was appreci- I appreciated that it was uh, the material that it was done in. Was it that leaked? PVC? Was that what it was? It looked very shiny. Yeah, it looked well, like I, it could have been. Uh, like I, it was could, I wasn't sure if it was latex or. I don't think it was latex. I mean, it could have been. A lot of them were wearing latex at Tricon, so maybe that's a uh, maybe okay. that's a UK thing. Uh, but did you clock her hat falling off as she exited yes. the runway? <laughs> yes. <Oops. laughs> and I oop. <laughs> there goes my hat. Uh, Cheryl Hole comes out as her queen, the pink outfit. Yeah, her daytime queen, as they yeah. refer to it. As <laughs> just, and she's just strolling through the garden. She uh, she was holding her arm like she had a purse, <laughs> <laughs> without a purse. She came out arm first instead of purse first. Yes, the, the she had the the emperor's new purse. Oh. It was a cute look. I will not disparage the look. I like the pearl trimming, but it just wasn't special. It, there was nothing to it. I think what it was, the thing that looked most off to me about it was that it was two different shades of pink, uh. the dress and the coat. They were close, but they weren't matching. So it, Which it, is it, tough it if was, you're going to do that. You need to... You yeah. either need to match them exactly, or they need to be significantly different enough yeah. that you understand that Absolutely. Just, yeah. I learned that when I was getting uh, ready for Turnabout the last time I was in it because my dress had red on it and I was told, don't get red jewelry. 
because it either needs to match it or it's going to look off. Yeah. And if you can't match it exactly, go for something different. Go for like black jewelry. Go for something that's going to complement it versus trying to match it because it's just because there's work. a visual dissonance. Yeah, there. it's like, uh. and that's what people will pay attention to. Something Wong is next, and I fucking howled. So good. This was such a brilliant idea, and everything from the shoulders up worked for me. It was just the rest of the dress. And I mean, obviously, that's where your eye is supposed to go. And the whole point of the outfit is the stamp look. But it just seemed like the dress itself was just very not thought about. Yeah, and it doesn't hit the ground, as Michelle likes to point out to Adore Delano often. Uh, But the lick me on the back when she turned around was phenomenal. I thought as a concept, it was fantastic. The concept is brilliant. Speaking of concept being fantastic, when Blue Hydrangea comes out as the two pound coin. Yes. Brilliant. With the fucking coin splitting her head and the dress. I love the dress. That that bronze with the silver accent. It's gorgeous. Phenomenal. If I'm going to critique something, I'm going to critique the fact that she did not paint yes her neck yes it drove yes. me crazy well and not even that she did paint it but it got to a point where there wasn't a hard line right there was no, nothing right. if there had been a hard line it would have made more sense yes had she done it or in, faded it or something in a, in a circle circular to yeah. match the coin yeah because right. that center is silver had the neck been like rounded to yep. try to match it i'd have been like bravo but watch it first i was i was so taken aback the first viewing that i was like this is fucking brilliant. Like, I love the fact that they're taking and not just making it, oh, this is this pretty look. This is this concept. And you want us to do a look by the inspired by the queen? You have a stamp. You've got a coin. Like, oh, I love it. And then I was like watching it again. I'm like, okay, let's now take a look a little bit more. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't call her out things. on it either. Well, she was one of the safe queens. Yeah. So, oh, that's why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think she she must have had to practice walking with that coin a long time because oh the way that was cut, you're cutting off your eyes from each other. Yeah. And that's just going to throw your brain your, is your, just like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, I, it was brilliant. And I, I, my, I tip my coin to her. <laughs> I tip my two pound <laughs> coin to blue hydrangea. Baga is next with her 1970s queen inspired look. Club 54, uh, or Studio 54 look. Which I liked that she didn't do an exact interpretation. I liked the fact that she flowered the coat. Yes. I thought that that was a nice elevation of the look. Um, And I didn't have as much of a problem with her wearing a little, with her aging herself. Well, but as she says to Michelle, that's her face. She didn't age herself. That's bag of makeup. Because even when they cut to the confessional... It just still looks like her. Again, yeah. bag of in drag, bag of out of drag. I think it was just that she grayed her hair so much. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. But I mean I don't know. I don't know. I did like the I did like the coat very much. Um the her scratching at her ass was kind of a, a <laughs> funny little tongue in cheekness. Listen, even the queen I'm sure gets wedgies at some point in time. I'm sure she does. But hopefully not in her hunting attire, which is the Vivian's look uh, with her very Mrs. Doubtfire-esque. 
scarf over her head, the the white Mrs. Doubtfire wig. I was like, is she trying to be Katya's mob? Uh, oh, <laughs> babushka. <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> phenomenal. And then the, the duck hunt ducks hanging off of her pants. Yes. Her waiters, because again, she's in flats. Um, but I thought I thought it was a I thought it was a super cute look, and I definitely appreciated that she went for something completely different. She thought outside of the, and dis- then she flossed. She did the fucking floss <laughs> yeah, on that the was, runway. That was a little uh, disconcerting. I'm like, what? Oh, okay, and then slipped right back into her disdain look. <laughs> it was good times. Uh, next up was Vinegar Strokes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I couldn't believe that the queen ever wore a turban until they showed the picture of the queen of the turban. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. And this is 1970s queen, so yeah. let's we'll point that out. Um, the turban didn't throw me as much as it was an ill-fitted turban. Yes. Because um, if turbans like that are usually don't have all that extra little poofy like space on them, they're very tight and they fit very close to the head. And I think it's probably because... It was filled with 300 pounds of glitter. And <laughs> multiple <The> wig. wigs. <laughs> and multiple wigs. Um, Not pinned down. <laughs> um, uh, it was fine. It's just a lot of yellow. It was just a lot That one was yellow. the which Studio I did, 54 one. Which, yes, that oh, was okay, the Studio 54. Okay. That which, was the 70s one. Yeah. I didn't mind all the yellow... But it looked like a party city costume. Yeah, it was as yeah. far as the make of it. Yep, like it didn't look like fashion at all. Yeah, it definitely did give very last minute. Very again, something that didn't feel like it fit her, right? Or wasn't made for her. She yeah. didn't make it. It wasn't suited to her. It was a generic outfit that was put on by her and used to walk the runway. Next up is Gothi Kendall, which I thought it was a cute. It was the 1950s queen. Yeah, I definitely understood the queen reference. Yes, it was because it's very much along the lines of, is the show called The Queen? Uh, the Crown. The, the Crown. Crown. Yeah. I, I felt like that is probably the most, and it's probably where she got the the idea, Like, and that's the inspiration from it was to do that look because it is such a popular show. Yeah. And it was going to be something instantly recognizable in that respect. But I don't think it dragged it up enough. And the nude top was too nude, I guess, is, I think, the the problem there. Scaredy Cat comes out as a baby queen? Ugh. Baby slash, like, not toddler like six seven year old but she played it like a toddler yeah she not even a not toddler. even yeah she played Ugh. it as like fetish a queen. one or two oh yeah baby fetish queen yeah this was like princess this was supposed to be the princess queen where she's you know maybe 10 maybe 12 and she played it as a baby and i thought she was gonna get red for it because then when she did the temper tantrum and threw the shoe and the custom Michelle going, oh, like that's usually code for yeah. This isn't gonna read well, but it was apparently fine. Um, after her, we have uh, Zavina De Campo in the Order of the Garter Queen look, which I thought was gorgeous. Yeah, this to me is just well done drag. Like this is definitely one where we were saying where 
like for vinegar, it was just a dress or not well fitting. Like this one was definitely hers and well tailored and and pulled away to reveal her garter because she was the order of the garter queen and she had on the lingerie and it was sparkly in the center around the 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 almost um kind of the corsety part of the the lingerie piece it was it was well done davina is definitely a a ringer in essence i don't want i don't want to say a ringer but a ringer she's uh she's got her shit together and i appreciate that about her so those are our runway looks um so your safe queens were Crystal, Scaredy Cat, Davina DeCampo, and Blue Hydrangea. And they get sent back to the workroom, and you get your critiques. I don't think there was anything too out of the ordinary with the critiques that were something that made me think, oh, I don't agree with this whatsoever. I think they were all pretty spot on, and I think that it's yeah, stuff that we've all like we've touched on with these I, looks. I thought everything made sense. Michelle wasn't too harsh. I no. didn't think. No. Um, so then you end up with your bottom three being Cheryl Hole, Gothy Kendall, and Vinegar Strokes, and your top three being Bag of Chips, The Vivian, and Something Wong. Your winner ends up being The Vivian, which I think was well-deserved. I think yeah. that had... Yeah. Something Wong had a little more polish to it. I think she could have been the winner, but I I'm not mad about I'm not mad about it. I'm I'm fine with Vivian taking the win on the first challenge and getting the coveted RuPaul's Drag Race UK badge because again no prizes. And you're after some deliberation and Cheryl Hole saying fuck this hat. I'm gonna be in the <laughs> bottom two and then some deliber or some chatting in the back. As part of their untuckedness of this episode, they're back on the runway, and Cheryl Hole is not in the bottom two. She is safe, which then leads to it being Gothy Kendall versus Vinegar Strokes as your bottom two on this first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, which leads to probably one of the most underwhelming lip syncs I've ever seen in my life. Well, I mean, next the, the song they used was, I mean. I like new rules, but it it's not a song I think of that's going to make a high energy lip sync performance. I mean there were times where Vinegar brought some high energy. But overall, New Rules by Dua Lipa did not make for an entertaining and exciting lip sync. Gothy again showed her she experience. She was trying it's it harkened back to when uh Naisha Lopez. Naisha? Naisha. Which time when she got eliminated the first time? Yes. When she was doing applause, and basically she didn't know what to do except stand there and clap. (laughs) And (laughs) it just seemed like Gothy Kendall was trying to maybe do the choreo from the video for New Rules. I don't know. I haven't seen it. She just just knew not to stand, not to park and bark. Because you could tell in her head, she was like, okay, this is where I have to go. One, two, three, four. I, I thought she was just counting her air. steps. <laughs> She's like, one, two, three, four, kick. One, two, three, kick. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, there was nothing like natural. Yeah, there was no flow to her at all. It was very stiff. It was very regimented movement. Like, one, two, three, huh. Like, it, it just, but then, then Vinegar Strokes is like, well. 
If I'm going to lip sync, we all know a reveal and a trick and a stunt is always what's going to save you. So while they were backstage, she put 14 pounds of glitter into her turban. And most of it stayed right on her forehead. On her forehead. <laughs> but the thing is, she didn't need to come so hard. No, uh, but neither did Trinity Taylor in season nine when she lip sank against uh, Char- Charlie Hyde. Yeah. Where Charlie just stood there. Yeah. And Trinity's fucking tucking and rolling across the stage and like pounding it and basically having to get a respirator at the end of it. <laughs> so, I mean, you I don't get know. it. You just don't know how it's going to read. So, exactly. you got to do your best. But the turban comes off, the glitter goes everywhere. And then she's like, that's not my only stunt, Rue. I got more. <laughs> and she pulls the wig off. You know, well, it's, a, it's one, and the, the, the turban comes off. And it's two, and the wig comes off. And then three. She has to reset the wig underneath because <laughs> it wasn't pinned down. <laughs> I was like, all right, cute, cute. Oh, work on that vinegar. Work on that. I, mean, I appreciate the effort. Execution sloppy. No, no butterflies were harmed this time, so that's oh, good. Butterfly in the sky. I, mean, I can fly twice as... Oop. <laughs> I, oop. I, just, I just wish she had, had to use that stunt. Yeah, I think, it, I think otherwise it would have been a really flat, flat, flat lip sync. So, in essence, I'm yeah. kind of glad there was something. Yeah. So, our first UK queen to sashay away is Gothy Kendall. And in my head, when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh my god, she's the pork chop of Drag Race UK. And what did her lipstick message say? She's it's the pork, pork chop, chop of, of Drag Race UK. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm glad you are at least self-realized. So... That uh, that ends that first episode. Vinegar Stroke stays. Gothi Kendall leaves. And uh, if you haven't watched this yet, on Friday, Logo will be airing this at 8 p.m. on uh, on Logo. So I know a lot of bars are utilizing Wow Presents Plus, and they're doing um, viewing parties on Thursdays because I think it's like three in the afternoon it gets released here in the states because I think it goes out at eight o'clock in the UK. Um, I think it might be timed with it showing on BBC three. Okay. So we get it in the mid afternoon. And so that makes it easier for bars to be able to download the episode. Cause uh, I had buffering issues as well. And after like the third time that it buffered in the middle of the thing, I was like, and download and back out <laughs> and restart the episode or restart. And it was perfect from there. Uh, so check your local bars, go, uh, go watch it or get wild presents plus it's $4 a month. And it's not just Drag Race UK. You also get uh, access to Drag Race Thailand. I'm sure that Drag Race Canada and Drag Race Australia will uh, be put on the service. You get all the WoW Presents Plus uh, television shows, including um, uh, uh, Tea with Tati, Transformations with James St. James, and tons, tons more. Uh, so that's $3.99, or you can do $39.99 and get a year with a month free. And then you're paying for two less months, so, I mean... Or it's... split the cost with a friend. <laughs> or get a commune together, and everybody pitches in $4. With 10 of you, you're set for the, for the year. We don't condone piracy and sharing of passwords for streaming services. Purchase your own. Obey all terms and conditions. Piracy is not a victimless crime. 
So as we get ready to head out of here, don't forget to check us out online, flameonshow.com. We have an updated about us section. Yay! Everybody's stuff is up there, and Eric doesn't say that he has a degree in entomology. Because I had to copy and paste the text box, and I forgot to update a section, (laughs) and I had it called out by Josh. He was like, yeah, I saw it, and you forgot to take (laughs) and change Eric's thing, and it says, uh, I have a degree in entomology. Uh, But we have an About Us section that is all new and fresh and updated. Your six regular um, hosts are all now featured with brand new, and for some of us, first time profile photos up on the site both on the desktop and the mobile site we have also launched our very own patreon we uh the we love the nerdy show and we are still part of the nerdy show network uh which has now grown and is now part of the omniverse collective i'll call it because i don't remember what it really is but it's omniverse now but you can uh support them at patreon.com forward slash nerdy show that still is their patreon site um, you'll see Omniverse now, so don't be alarmed. Or if you want your dollars to come directly to us and help support and sponsor our shenanigans here at the Flame On Studios, go to patreon.com forward slash Flame On Show. Branding is important. So anywhere that you put in Flame On Show, you'll find us. And you can become one of our patrons at any of the four levels you choose and uh yeah you got some great little bonuses there there's some stuff that i've uploaded over the weekend some audio including a 15 minute rant by oral about uh shangela being robbed during all stars three <laughs> um <laughs> there is eric's a uh, yuck uh audio <laughs> clip if you want to make that your text message tone or a notification tone uh there's some fun stuff up there so check us out on patreon.com forward slash flame on show and we'll be back in two weeks with a pop culture roundup with more delicious pop culture tidbits for you to sink your teeth into. And with that being said, we are out of here. Peace. Bye. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.